Hey, Perfectly Imperfect Beauties, this is Leslie Regalado, and you're about to hear an episode I recorded with Rebecca Salinas. Rebecca is an incredibly courageous woman, a mom of three, and a fourth on the way, a makeup artist and a permanent makeup artist. If you're a mom, have you ever had the nightmare to which you woke up in tears, or maybe you were even crying hysterically once you woke up? The nightmare is the one in which your child is gone. Somehow he or she has passed and the pain you feel is unbearable. Then you wake up and realize it was all just a dream and you are overwhelmed with gratitude for it. Well, for Rebecca, it wasn't just a dream or a nightmare. Her 15-year-old daughter, Haley, passed away almost three years ago in a terrible car accident. And you're about to hear Rebecca share her story, the pain she felt, how she's coped with her baby's loss, and the way she's honored her baby girl and has kept her memory alive. The most amazing thing is that Haley and I share a birthday. Tomorrow, November 26th, would have been Haley's 18th birthday. Both Rebecca and I believe Haley picked the perfect way for her mom to honor her on her birthday through someone who shared her birthday and on the podcast. Rebecca told me that she didn't know what she was going to be doing to honor Haley this year, but that Haley being the boss as always had it all figured out for her mom. It's such a gift for me to be a part of honoring Haley's life today. Happy 18th birthday, Haley. For you listening, my prayer is that you don't waste not even one second of this gift called life. That you go out there and that you do it scared. That you make lots of mistakes and that you gain wisdom along the way. The kind of wisdom that leads you to doing what brings you joy in life. And like Harvey McKay said, life is too short to wake up with regrets. So love the people who treat you right. Forget about those who don't. Believe everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said life would be easy. They just promised that it would most likely be worth it. Go out there and make it your best life. Welcome back and thanks so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and you're listening to a show where we believe that being perfectly imperfect is okay. And actually, we believe it's pretty darn great. In hopes of serving you and others, I'll be sharing about all things life, all things that we might experience at one point in our lives, because although it might seem like we're sometimes all alone, especially during our toughest seasons, we're not. I'll also be having conversations with other perfectly imperfect humans whose stories might just inspire you to go out there and live the heck out of your life. That is my prayer for you today and every day. And like Dr. Sue said, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. pleasure of having this conversation with Rebecca Salinas. And I've been really looking forward to this conversation all week because I admire this woman's, this mama's courage. I absolutely, I mean, I've been watching from afar because we're not like close in that way, but just even on social, I admire your courage so much, Rebecca. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about yourself, you know, kids, um, what do you do? And then we'll get into your story. Um, this episode is basically about coping with losing your child. So introduce yourself if you don't mind. Hi. Uh, first of all, thank you, Leslie, for having me. 
Um, my name is Rebecca Salinas, and um, I am a makeup artist and also a permanent makeup artist. Um, I have three beautiful children and one on the way. And I recently uh, lost my daughter, my middle daughter, Haley. Um, it's going on three months, January 2nd. Sorry, three, three, three years, three years, not three okay. months. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. And um, so, Rebecca, the, the reason I asked you to, to have this conversation to kind of jump on the podcast is because I've been watching through social. And we met, I think, I don't even remember exactly how long ago, but it was through a dry selling business that I'm a part of. And we met at, you know, once upon a time. And somehow we became friends on social. And I've kind of just from afar been watching you know, some of the stuff that you've shared. And I just admire the way you've coped with losing Haley. Um, and one of the funny things, and I think the main reason why I was, why I've been so looking forward to this conversation is because I was reminded last week when we talked <clears throat> that Haley and I share the same birthday, which is completely crazy because I knew that from, I think last year I made a comment on a post of yours or something like that. But um, I didn't remember. So when I asked you, that was not anything that, you know, I took into consideration. And her birthday is next Tuesday, correct? Yes, the 26th. So. Yeah. So what I want you to share is kind of, you know, not all the details of, of what happened so much, but more of kind of how, like, what happened, I guess. You know, mine is all the personal details and whatnot. But if you wouldn't mind, like, when you lost Haley, you know, how did all that come to be? Yes. So Haley was 15 years old when she passed away. Um, it was a tragic car accident. Um, it was just like, you know, she was here healthy, alive today, and then just gone tomorrow. And, um, you know, I know this subject is very hard and touchy. Losing a child, it's, it's just weird. It's just not, you know, something normal. So, you know, it's one of those things that people either don't want to talk about or they just don't know how to talk about. You know, like before I had um, lost my daughter, I felt kind of the same. Like I remember looking back when I didn't understand grief the way I do now and I would sympathize with those parents and cry and get deep into thought about it. And, you know, I would wonder what they must be going through and how it must feel. But when it became unbearable, I would easily remove myself from those thoughts and I would be okay. And, you know, when it actually happened, you know, it's something you can't shake off. You're just stuck in, in that just, this it's a nightmare. It's, you know, the worst thing that you can ever feel or experience is the only way to really describe it. And, you know, I, I remember having a dream the summer before she passed away where I'm on a beach um, with a picture of my son, actually, and I'm asking people if they had seen him because he was missing and then come to find out he had actually passed. And I remember waking up in tears and just thinking, like, mm. you know, I never want to feel this way. And I was just thankful that it was a dream. But then it happened. And then, you know, now I'm just still stuck. And I, you know, it kind of feels like like you're holding your breath waiting to exhale and you are waiting for something that's never going to happen, which is for your child to come home. Um, but, you know, still having hope and faith, which is pretty much what gets me by. Oh. So, you know, I'm just, I'm listening and thinking about 
I know we talked last, I think it was last week, about that specific topic where, you know, you have a dream and <clears throat> you, you know, I've experienced just losing a child. I've never experienced them actually, you know, passing on in the dream and um, just that fear that, that, that feeling of why, you know, wanting it to be like just a dream and you wake up and like you said, okay, so like I can, I can breathe again. Like it's not real, but you know, if anyone is listening and they can just picture that feeling, but it not going away. And I think that's exactly what you're describing. You're kind of just stuck in that feeling of it's a nightmare. I'm going to wake up sometime soon, but yet you're not. And you know, for a fact that you're not. Now, if you wouldn't mind sharing, Rebecca, how for you, how has life changed since Haley hasn't, you know, been here? Um, like, have you changed as a person? Like, yeah, like how, how has life changed for you since then? Besides obviously her not Um, life has definitely changed. Of course. Um, there's things that you don't even realize that is going to change you in the beginning. Um, but everything, I mean, I'm used to my three, my three kids. So everything was a count of three. Um, you know, my birthday was a month after she passed away and I'm so used to having, you know, it's a tradition. We, no matter what we're doing for our birthday, we always, cause sometimes, you know, you celebrate your kids' birthdays later if it lands in a week, but we would always have dinner and cake on, on the exact birthday. So when my birthday came, she was missing. It was really, really hard. So that, you know, that's always different every year. Holidays are always different. Just the way I see life is different. I mean, when you first lose your child, you want to like get signs from them immediately. So I was looking at every single detail of life. I didn't want to overlook anything from a crack on the floor to like, you know, just a, a, you know, a tree, you know, like everything. You're just looking for signs from your child. So you're also, you know, you just realize how short life is. So you want to make sure to spend time with everybody you know, not, I mean, it's, it's, you just go through a whole bunch of different, um, weird thoughts and, um, phases. And I think it's just really changed me a lot in the sense that I, I look at life on a different level. Um, I know life is extremely short and, you know, those that are here today are not promised tomorrow. And yeah, that's pretty much, um, the ways, I mean, it's also changed, you know, the way I work. And I try to keep myself busy, whereas before I wouldn't mind taking downtime. But now it's, you know, I want to stay busy. I want to keep my mind from going into that dark place. Now, I heard someone say the other day, I forgot where, and it said, you never get over losing your child. You just learn to cope with it. <clears throat> and I know you mentioned that when we had that conversation last week, you said that you've just kind of figured out how to cope with her loss. What are some ways that you've, like, what are some things, I guess, that you've done or ways that you've found that have helped you to cope with her loss? Well, first of all, having a really great support system, such as family and friends, is very, very important. I know not everybody has that, and that's unfortunate because um, sometimes you need people to vent to, to talk to, to just listen, to just sit there with you in silence and just know that they're there. Um, in the beginning, I didn't want to be alone. Like I couldn't even drive to the grocery store, be in my car. So always having somebody with me, um, you know, to talk about something else or maybe even to talk about her was better than just being alone. Um, I would like panic and just 
park my car and just cry and just, you know, being alone was, was just not good. So having somebody there is one of the ways. Um, another way was, like I said, staying busy. Um, I had a friend who got me right back to work immediately. She said, you know, I know you might not be ready for this, but in case you are, I have work here for you to do in the makeup industry. We can get right to it and maybe it'll get your mind off things. And that's what I did. I literally, two weeks after um, my daughter had passed, I got right to work. And that's all I've been doing since is working on future goals for me and and, and her siblings. Um, yeah. You know, and I admire that because when you said that last week, I didn't know how quickly it was. I mean, I did see you because <clears throat> your work is really great. I mean, you do like some of that Halloween makeup that I've seen. I'm like, man, this Thank feels you. good. <laughs> I try, but I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look like that. So, I mean, I, I definitely do admire what you do in the makeup industry. But the one of the things that I was, I guess, impressed and just really admired about you is the way you were willing you know, that friend, any, you know, to anyone that might have been experienced, experiencing this, a friend could have reached out. And it's so easy to say, you know, not now. I mean, it was two weeks, you would have been in all of your right to say, you know what, I'm not ready yet. But the fact that you were willing to allow that help to come in, it speaks volumes, because I know many people don't, or maybe aren't just not able to. And just to know that because you said yes, and because you were willing to let that help in, that you were able to, you know, in a way, cope with Haley's loss and not stay stuck there, because I think it has to be so easy to just stay there. And then understanding that you did have two other children that were still, you know, that still needed their mom, that we're still basically looking at the way you were handling everything. Because I think as moms, our kids are watching us 24-7. And they're watching how we deal with everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So even though you weren't doing it on purpose and for this reason, I think your children are learning so much courage from their mom, from you. And that's a lesson that you can't teach someone just by speaking it into them. You have to show them. And I mean, that's something that's amazing about what you did and how you did it so quickly because, you know, your two other kids, you have another boy and a girl. Yes. Is it male mm-hmm. and female. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, just them watching that, it has to give them so much inspiration. And again, I know that that might not have been the reason why you did it. There was plenty other reasons, but just know that I, I can just imagine how inspired they were and how inspired they are till this day by everything you've done. Um, You know, I can't help to wonder, because I know we kind of talked a little bit about this last week. Um, What have you done to keep her memory alive? Because I know you mentioned that that was another way how you coped with Haley's loss was just trying to keep her memory alive. So if you wouldn't mind sharing kind of like what you've done to to do that. Um, Yes, definitely. So um, on the first year that she passed away, I, um, her birthday, was November, you know, her first birthday of her passing where she would have been uh, 16 because we had kind of talked about, you know, she didn't want a quinza when she was turning 15. So we thought maybe a sweet 16. So, you know, you never, I never knew that I would be planning her sweet 16 as a memorial um, in memory of her life. And that's what it ended up being. So that was like the first thing that I did to keep her memory alive was Um, Instead of obviously everyone couldn't bring gifts, but um, we had a donation box and I 
one of the things that was important to Haley was um, animals. She loved animals. Everyone that knew her knew that. And pit bulls was uh, her favorite breed of dog. And she had one that she was very close to. And when um, she grew up, she wanted to be an animal cop because she wanted to uh, get people in trouble for hurting animals. So um, we used to watch all those shows together. So with that being said, I had came up with an idea to have a donation box at her um, celebration of life get together and everyone donated. And then we um, turned that into a pit bull shelter. So that was one way um, that I was able to honor her along with always sharing stories and pictures of her on social media. Um, I still keep in contact with a lot of her friends. They keep in contact with me. So we're always trying to come up with different ways. I know some of them are going to be doing their graduation caps dedicated to her. Mm. Um, and also uh, my new baby coming is a, I found out she is a girl. And oh, I'm, wow. Yeah. So I will be naming her um, Halo, which is kind of spelled like Haley. Um, Halo because she is, you know, a Halo is obviously the crown of an angel. And she is a girl, which, <laughs> you know, is really, really amazing to me. And also her middle name will be Ray Lee. So if you take her first three letters of her first name and the last three letters of her middle name, it actually spells Haley. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big way for me to, you know, keep her memory alive because I know people are going to ask her, you know, how did your mom pick that name? And she'll be able to say, well, my sister. Um, oh, girl, I don't know how you just said all that without crying because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm over back, here trying but... to hold these yeah. tears back. Oh, gosh, what a beautiful way. But you I know, mean, not... all the ways. Yeah, I'm not done. Um, there's a lot of things that I want to do, but again, you know, grieving is, you know, it, ha- it comes in many different stages and there's days that you're okay and there's days that you're a wreck. And so I have all these ideas, but, you know, one day at a time, finding strength to to get everything done. And, you know, my son and her were in the same grade because her birthday started late. So they started kindergarten together and they're nine months apart. So they've always been in the same classes and He'll be walking the stage this year, graduating. Well, 2020, he's in his senior year. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to honor her with that. Um, My older daughter actually graduated a year ago, and we honored her in a very special way by um, her school didn't have cap and gown for senior graduation. So because they had to wear white and black, Haley's eighth grade graduation suit was white. So she went against what the school said, and she rocked Haley's white graduation cap and gown for her senior graduation. So that was very, very special to us. Mm-hmm. So we have that. And she, wear, she wore Haley's um, pearl earrings as well. Mm, her sister was right there with her, wasn't she? Yep. Mm. So. Okay, let me get myself together over here because I'm listening to you, and it's like, oh, goodness gracious. Um, I give you so much I don't know if it's credit or I know what the right word is, but, you know, the way that you speak about Haley, it's, it's truly a way where, I mean, I, I believe she's listening and she has to be just so proud, so proud of you, so proud of, you know, what you've done 
after she's been gone, the fact that you're not curled up in a fetal position somewhere in the house, you know, that you are doing so much to honor her, you know, that your other two kids, her sister and her brother are doing the same thing and that you guys are moving forward and that you guys are going to do great things in life, you know, not just because you can, but because, you know, you've learned to look at life a little different, that it's, it's changed you guys in such a, as terrible as that must have been. And I'm hearing it. And obviously I didn't experience it. I didn't live it. And I just, my heart is just like, Oh, in so much pain, but you know, you guys are just honoring her in such a beautiful way by living your lives the way you guys are. The, the last, what I wanted to end with is I know we talked about this again when we talked, but what others can say, because you mentioned that at the very beginning and you said, you know, and I agree with you how, you know, when things like this happen, when, when this kind of life happens, you don't know what to say. I mean, there's not much you can say. So what would you, you know, if someone is listening and they have a friend who has experienced this, um, what can they do that you feel does help? I feel that just sometimes just being there to listen, um, believe it or not, most grieving moms and dads uh, do want to talk about their, their children. I mean, I guess it all depends on, you know, how fresh the situation is. You probably don't, you know, want to bring it up immediately, you know, days after their passing, but eventually they want their child to still be mentioned. It feels good. It feels, you know, lets you feel, lets you know that they're not forgotten. Um, that's one of the things. And, you know, there's a lot of things that you might not understand, but, you know, telling somebody, you know, you have other kids to live for or life goes on. Those are, those are things you definitely don't want to say. And I know, again, it's very hard to approach a situation when you don't understand, but I think just being there for that person, allowing them to express themselves at their own pace and their own time, um, just kind of, you know, that, that, that's what works. I mean, it helps everyone grieves differently. And that's another thing, you know, some people, you know, one of the questions I always get is, how are you? How are you doing? And right away, there's always a pause in my mind because I'm never great or I'm never good. So, I'm, you know, my, my response is always, I'm fine or I'm good considering the circumstances. It's pretty weird, but, you know, you just, just got to give people their time. It's, it, there's, you, you know, you're never going to get over the loss of your child and, you know, just just be there for that person. Be kinder. Be kinder to everybody you meet because you never know what they're going through. Right. Well, yeah, because by me looking at you out on the street, I have no clue. You know, you would have. I mean, or you're, when you're working you're in your, and you're doing your art, I mean, people have no clue. So, yeah, when we're mean, we have no idea what kind of an impact those words or that action can have. So thank you for mentioning that. Of course. And... <clears throat> okay. So I guess the last thing I wanted to share before um, – we end is we're going to be airing this episode on the 25th of November. And I had urgency to hurry up and record it um, because that was, that was the idea after you mentioned that, you know, Haley's birthday, that we share a birthday, which is next Tuesday, November 26th. I wanted to make sure that in honor of her birthday as her birthday celebration, because you did mention that her birthdays were big for her. And I, I, yeah, we must, we must totally be birthday twinsies because that's how my birthday is it's like what yeah we're gonna do something it doesn't have to be grand but we have to acknowledge it 
And we have to acknowledge it in a really great way because it's my birthday. And I was born that day. So for Haley's, you know, birthday, I guess, celebration this year, I'm super excited to be launching this episode the day right before her birthday in her honor. And um, I'm just super excited for people to, you know, hear your story, hear the courage of, you know, of you, hear your courage, hear, you know, just keep her memory alive because as many people as will hear this, as many people, that many people are the ones that are going to hear about Haley's, you know, legacy and what she's done in your life ever since. So what's um, to end the episode? I just want you to share if like if you were to talk to another mom who has experienced what you're experiencing, what advice would you give them to, I guess, encourage them in a sense? I would like to say, first of all, I'm with you. Um, you are never alone. There are millions of us feeling the same way. Um, take your time. Grief comes in different stages and, you know, there's never a right or wrong way. Always keep your baby's memory alive because your child's memory will always live on through you. That's right. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca. I know this is not, it can't be easy. I mean, me listening is not easy and that's so like selfish to say, but I can only imagine you sharing it. It can't be easy. I know it's another way yet that you are keeping her memory alive and that you're honoring her. So I just thank you for your willingness to be transparent with everything, you know, regarding your story. And um, just thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I hope you truly enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family. Make sure you rate the episode and the podcast and also make sure you leave a review. Thank you again so much for listening to Perfectly Imperfect.